-hmm. But I feel like having my boobs produce peanut butter, mm -hmm. like, at will, I feel like that just sounds, like, pretty badass. Like, you know, I feel like that would be a better party trick to just, like, mm -hmm. whip out a tit and be like, look what I can do, rather than, like, Ugh. you know. I mean, okay, I agree. Be It'd be cool in a sick sense, you know, like on paper, but in <laughs> it's like in practice, in the moment, I might throw up because <laughs> throw up. Hello, everyone. Welcome to 1000 Crazy Questions, the podcast. I'm your currently sane host, Houston Pierce. This is a podcast where I have at least one guest a week and ask them questions of, uh, and ask them a series of crazy <laughs> would you rather questions. We get into the psyche of our guests and explore topics and questions that maybe shouldn't have been explored. I take my questions from you, the listener, or from the list of 1000 questions. You can submit questions, suggestions at me at 1kcrazyquestions at gmail.com or 1000 crazy questions on Instagram. That's 1000 zero on instagram the question makes the episode you'll get a shout out with your username and all that good stuff and please follow and rate the podcast on Podchaser. it's a website if you want to do that Podchaser is just like an imbd of podcasts so you can find new shows and just a, ultimately the best place for me to interact with you guys okay the guest this week to the episode has been self-declared the least interesting person to have on a podcast so of course i brought her on i simply know her from work and she is simply known as Haley. Haley, if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself to listeners and telling you a little about what you do professionally, professionally, personally, or as much as you're sharing with the audience. Yeah, so my name is Haley. I'm obviously, like as Houston just said, um, I know I'm from work, but currently I actually work with him um, as the assistant events coordinator with the College of MSU Denver. I'm actually a senior, so I'll be graduating from the college this year in the spring. Um, but I mean, literally, as he mentioned, I'm probably the least interesting person he is ever going to have on this podcast. I am literally that person that owns two cats and is in bed probably by like 8.30, 9 o'clock. So. <laughs> that makes you the perfect candidate to be on this. That's kind of a challenge, or at least to me, when you say the most least interesting person. So <laughs> yeah, let's prove that not true. All right. uh, there are two rules to this game slash conversation. Rule number one, you must always answer the question, no matter what. If you have no preference towards one or the other, you say the phrase, flip a coin, meaning that each choice is 50-50 to you and that one is neither worse or better than the other. But that rarely happens, so it may not get used. Rule number two, whoever asks the question doesn't have to answer it if they choose not to. These rules exist because as the questions become harder to answer, the rules become harder to follow. This week we have a Red Band episode, so the rules might be hard to follow, I don't know. Things might not stay to PG on this episode, but hark. However, you've been warned, and if you still want to listen to a friendly version of this podcast, there are blue episodes of 1,000 Crazy Questions out there that I invite you to listen to. Haley, just want to remind you, if you have any different questions for me, it's a conversational podcast, so just let me know. And a uh, quick one point disclaimer to the listeners, everything's hypothetical. I said that every week, whether it's red or blue, everything's for conversational or comedic purposes, period. Lastly, lastly... Haley, before we begin, is there anything that you like to ask or declare? Are there any inherent slash mental biases you know you may have? No, I think I'm good. Okay, just jumping in. Here we go. Question number one. Would you rather stop cutting your hair and nails today and forever or lose your sense of taste and smell and hearing in one ear? Okay, so like stop cutting my hair as in like just the hair on my head or like the whole body hair period 
hair period oh hair everywhere yeah hair everywhere Uh, and i said the second one weird but i meant to say like use your sense of taste and smell and hearing in one ear i said that so weird but yeah (laughs) no I, i got what you meant um oh fuck see it's so difficult because i really love food like it's a wonder i don't weigh like 300 pounds because i feel like i could eat all day and just never think twice about it so like having to lose my sense of taste would just like oh that would mess with me you know i feel like i would rather ew so gross i uh, i don't i don't do well with like body hair personally so I feel like to not cut my hair and my nails, like, fuck, I would just look like, oh, God, that'd be awful. But I think I'd have to go with it. What, with the nails? Yeah, like, I'd have, I think I would be generally okay with not cutting my hair. And if my nails get too long to the point where they just break off, you know, like, that's just how it is. But, like, losing, losing taste and smell, like, mm-hmm. oh. I couldn't do it solely because I love food too much. I mean, I understand. This is definitely a lose-lose question, no it doubt. Is. But There's no win here. But oh. I don't know. Hair and nails, like you see nails when they get too long. You've seen like the Guinness World Record for the person with the longest nails. Yeah. They, they loop. They go out and then they curl. They curl yes, in. Yeah. I feel like I'd probably break them off before it got to that point though. Because like, I use my nails for everything. Like, especially if I'm like opening like a Red Bull or something, I always use my nail to like pry the can open. Yeah, so but it's just like, I don't know. Does your nail break on the Red Bull can? I mean, like, you know, your nails Occasionally. are- Your nails are resilient, you know? They're just gonna, it's gonna be harder to do things. Yeah. Like, they'll get in the way. I don't think the way is gonna break them. You know, you know I feel I mean? like I've seen videos of people who have like obnoxious long nails. And, like, they still, like, can do some things. So I feel like it would be okay. I think I'd make it work. No one would just want to hang out with me. <laughs> okay. That's the trade-off. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You- but I feel like I'm a homebody anyways, so it really wouldn't matter. <laughs> okay. Do you care about your hair being super long at all or no? I feel like I prefer my hair to be long. Because if, if I cut my hair short, I look like a little boy, truthfully. <laughs> It's like too frizzy and just thick and I look like a little boy and it's just the worst feeling and look ever. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't, I haven't known you long enough to see that. So I'll take your word for it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Cause you never see me with short hair specifically for that reason. Cause you look like a boy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, okay. I think you've answered that one. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I mean, honestly, I kind of agree with your answer too. I, it's a lose lose, so I don't know what to say. It is. It's just not it's just not a good question for, for me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it, it yeah, it sucks. For anybody, like who wants to lose their hearing and taste? Nobody. Uh, voluntarily, no. Yeah. Next question though. Would you rather you know, you said you have you have cats. Would you rather mm-hmm. have a uh, nine lives or no reincarnation is real, uh, based on your actions in life? I feel like with reincarnation, like it would be okay if I knew what I was going to be in like my next life. Like if you're going to tell me I'm going to be like, you know, a bug, I'd be like, fuck that. I'd rather have nine lives. I mean, if you're, if you're terrible, you know, the bug is like, that's a step down. It's a big step down (laughs) from human. So I think, you know, I think I am not well versed in this. So don't take me, please don't take me to, you know, don't take, don't take this too serious, but the better you are, 
the better the creature you get when you die. So if you're really good, I think you could get like another person or like a peaceful animal, like a cow or something, mm. I think. And then the worse you are, like you come back as some kind of bug or whatever. Interesting. I feel like that, that seems fair. I think that's the I general think, rule. I could be so wrong, but yeah. No, I feel like that's right. Um, I definitely took like one of those, like, what's your spirit animal test? And I got a snake. So I feel like if I was reincarnated as a snake, I would not enjoy life. So I feel like I'd rather have nine lives, truthfully. Okay. Like, I don't know if you would know when one life would end and you start the next one. or if When it you would die. Just be... Yeah, but like, would you know that you died? <laughs> okay, I was thinking, huh. Am I, I was... overthinking it? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. There's no such thing as overthinking it on this podcast. I don't know if... When I wrote this question, I was thinking more like you could just waste nine lives. You could just die pretty much eight times and live on your last life. But if you were to live live to an old age and then die, I guess you just had to like restart that life maybe. Like just start again as a a child. Yeah. Would you you be the same person? I don't know. I guess you'd have some semblance of knowing that you went down a life, but you wouldn't quite remember the last one. Okay, so kind of like a deja vu scenario, but you don't remember that Sort of. Instance. You just kind okay. of wake up and like, I have seven, and you just know that. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I feel like I would definitely prefer to have the nine lives. I feel like I could probably do some pretty cool shit with nine lives, you know, without hmm. even knowing it. Hmm. Would you like purposely die? You know, would you, <laughs> would you be more risky? Would you be like, I'm going to run to that burning building to save that person? I have five lives to burn Ooh, or whatever yeah i feel like if i knew how many lives i had left i definitely would be more risky for sure I, I yeah i feel like that's a pretty like valid option i feel like this is i feel like these aren't even weighted right actually sometimes i don't find out if these questions are even <laughs> until i start talking about them because nine lives is more or less a superpower and reincarnation you have to act nice which is boring so yeah like i have to like you know, depend on my actions on a day-to-day basis. And I yeah. just don't think I could do that. Yeah, that's too much work. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Next question. That one's not weighted right. Would you rather <laughs> have your uh, breast produce peanut butter at will? <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> sorry, or uh, you can talk uh, perfectly, like, you know, people can hear you through uh, your uh, vagina. And you can, you can still talk through your mouth. It's, it's just like a trick. <laughs> hey guys, watch my party trick. Um, <laughs> okay. I, uh, I have to ask the question. If oh, yeah. I can talk through my vagina, are we talking like an extra set of lips or like a whole ass mouth down there? Cause like, Oh, that was magic. Magically, you could just you could produce <laughs> words. So it just it, kind of like echoes, like like it's not it's, it's not a mouth. You can't <laughs> taste. <laughs> it's just that you could speak. <laughs> oh, God. imagine a mouth that you could just speak through. Okay. I guess that's <laughs> so, okay. So no, so no mouth, no no nothing, and no yes an extra set of lips because then i feel I mean, like you somehow, have two set of lips talking to you and no <laughs> man like no man is gonna like that <laughs> i'm so sorry 
Uh, I feel like I should say sorry. Uh, uh, I don't, I mean, I don't know the specific, I didn't think about the specifics of the question. Okay. I was just like, Oh, wouldn't that be crazy? Well, I mean, like, I gotta know. Cause like there's this movie, right? It's okay. called teeth. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Yes. Like, have you seen that movie? No, I purposely okay. did not. So, so basically she has like teeth for her vagina, right? Horrible movie. I only watched like the first 40 minutes and was like, okay, I'm done. But this question made me think about that. Yeah. But I feel like, no teeth. It would be so awkward to like be intimate with someone and just like have my vagina talking. <laughs> Don't talk. <laughs> that actually that'd be so scary. Like in an intimate moment, you just hey, ah! yes, no, that, like, that would be what, terrifying. Like what if I'm like making out with someone? Obviously, yeah. I'm not talking through my mouth. And I just start talking, like, you just hear me be like, oh, baby, yeah, like, what the fuck? That'd be scary. For, like, for my first thought, my first thought, wouldn't that be, oh, she's talking from her vagina? It'd be like, she's a ventriloquist? Like, she's like, wow, that's what a talented girl I'm kissing, that she can talk. <laughs> well, yes, well, I, I wouldn't maybe. think, my first thought would not be, I'd probably think it's someone else, too. Like, does she have a, a sister or twin but next to her? I wouldn't think, I wouldn't think it's you, is my point. Yeah, like, I feel like that'd be very off-putting to have that happen, and then, like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know what the fuck just happened. And then, of course, it'd be awkward to be like, so, yeah, I can talk through my vagina. Um. <laughs> I think you're thinking too harshly. I think this is, like, an intimate party trick that you can <sighs> show people you, like, you, <laughs> you can show people you trust, like, uh, you know, you've been dating this guy for a long time, and you've been quiet down there, you know, purposely. <laughs> Because you can control, you're like, shut up. I don't know. You've 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 clamped, and then you're like, I can do something no other girl can do. He's like, uh -huh. oh. you see, you're scaring him. You know, like I'm not like anybody else. What is it? You know, just make it really dramatic. Mm. You see, yeah, you know, you know, see, you know I feel like, like unfurl it and start singing. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely will not be singing through my vagina anytime. Sing it. Baby, no. come back. <laughs> I was wrong for you. Oh my yeah, God. No, like, We're like, can you move to the left a little bit? <laughs> um, oh I my God. Like... That'd be so scary. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's like, stop. Don't do that. Like, don't do that while we're doing this. Don't, like, yeah, don't like do you're, that. You're, you're not doing this right. Just move. <laughs> but you couldn't talk in the middle because like, you know, you couldn't talk with yes. in the middle of that, you know. Right. So, yeah, I don't really know what the perks would be of being able to talk through my vagina. Mm -hmm. But I feel like having my boobs produce peanut butter, mm -hmm. like, at will, I feel like that just sounds, like, pretty badass. Like, you know, I feel like that would be a better party trick to just, like, mm -hmm. whip out a tit and be like, look what I can do, rather than, like, Ugh. you know. I mean, okay, I agree because it'd be cool in a sick sense, you know, like on paper, but in, it's like in practice, if I saw a girl do that, it'd probably just be more gross. I, like I come, like maybe I come back and be like, Hey, that was cool. But to see it like in life, you know, like after I've had time to think about it, like, Oh, that, that but that's actually like some kind of weird superpower. But like in the moment I might throw up because, throw up. <laughs> because it, it's like, it's like someone, whipping out breast milk it's just dripping except it's except it's 10 times worse i don't but, know like okay, who would eat that who, who doesn't eat? like peanut butter who's gonna That's eat that peanut? who's gonna eat that peanut butter 
people who like sucking titties and eating peanut butter. Just, like, put them together, you know? Like, the only <sighs> downside I could see for myself is that it'd be fucking messy. Like, I can see my nipple piercings just getting infected. And that's just gross. Like, you know, that's, Ugh. like, the only downside I really see to that. I get, but you like, just have to take them out, I think. No, that's a lot of work. You just, <laughs> it just wouldn't, you, you'd have to just take them out. It would be. <laughs> but, like, yeah, okay, so if I could be, like, oh, I can, you know, produce, <clears throat> like, frosting or, like, Dr. Pepper, would that be more appealing to, to someone? Or is it just the whole peanut butter thing that just no, I don't is know. off-putting? I don't know. I guess, it, like, if my girlfriend did it and we were dating for a while, I would, I would have to get used to it. Like it wouldn't be a, you know, it wouldn't be a breaking, <laughs> it wouldn't be a breaky thing. This is the first time it would be very gross. And then I'd have to see it a couple other times. <laughs> and I don't know, I get. I mean, I guess eventually I would t- t- taste peanut butter, but that sounds so, it sounds so gross. It feels very breast milky is why I'm, that's why okay. it's hesitant. Breast but, milk aside. Though, this is like, breast peanut butter. It's the same. It's. But it's not the same consistency or color or smell. Like. Yeah, but it, <laughs> I the feel source, like almond milk is closer source. to breast milk than but peanut butter ever will be. It's the source. Nothing's supposed to be <laughs> coming out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Like I think, I think comparatively, I think the I'd rather take the peanut butter one. Yes, me too. Or like I, I rather the girl I'm with have the peanut butter one. But yeah, <laughs> so it's you know the thing. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna move on to the next question. Um, yeah, this is this is like an open-ended question. Just in your opinion, what is the worst animal and what is the best animal? You know, I feel like the worst animal has got to be mosquitoes or, like, oh. a spider. Like, mosquitoes are the most annoying things. You can't, mm-hmm. like, be outside at night or, like, go camping without getting at least one mosquito bite. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck do mosquitoes do for the environment? Yeah. Really I don't nothing. know. But I mean, yeah, I think, I think they knows. do something. I think they, I think if we got rid of all mosquitoes, that something would be out of balance because things eat mosquitoes that help. Yeah. ultimately it's like they're a food source for some other things and i think they keep the population in check like including people they keep people population in check as well because skills kill a lot of people so yeah i, I just th- feel like what what good are they <laughs> killing things they're just one of those things that exist to kill other things i think yeah and like every time i get bit by one they always like swell up and i'm the yeah. person that's like i'm gonna sit here and scratch the fuck out of it until i'm like bleeding that's so yeah don't, definitely don't, the worst animal. don't do that <laughs> well, you know i i wish it was that easy <laughs> okay yeah i guess so what's the best animal <laughs> um honestly i feel like most people would be like oh it's like a dog or cat like it's always that you know battle mm. between the two but I feel like I'd probably say it's like a panda or like some type of bear. Cause like, you know, they, they're just there and everybody likes them and they're just like cool. Mean, and they're really fluffy. They would kill you. Yeah. A, like a have panda. you ever seen like a little a, red panda? Oh, they're so cute. I remember that hit the internet too, that sneezing panda years ago. Yes. Yeah, no, pandas are undoubtedly cute, but you know, a full grown one could kill you, you know. Like Well, I, I feel like anything could. Eh, yeah, I guess so. I'm just, I'm just saying they're not teddy bears. You know, you can't just walk to a, a wild panda and hug it. I mean, they're, I mean, I don't think they're especially aggressive, but they're just, you know, they're, 
doing their thing. Yeah, they're just kind of those animals that like nobody hates because they don't really do anything wrong. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go All with right. that as my answer. All right, I'm trying to make pandas <laughs> seem bad, but honestly, they're just, yeah, they're okay. <laughs> you just can't. I, yeah, they're they're pandas. I don't. I think the worst <laughs> animal. I if I could get rid of anything, it'd be moths. Ooh. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like that's a solid contender. Yeah, mosquitoes are terrible, but you, there's mm-hmm. a point that you can argue that they they do kill other things, and people. There's nothing killing us besides other people because we're kind of on the top of the food chain right now. <laughs> mosquitoes, arguably, you know, this sounds terrible, but you know, keep our population down, and I hate that because I do hate mosquitoes. I really, really do. I think that's a great answer, but moths. I feel do nothing. I feel like they do absolutely nothing. They're not a threat to anything. They don't, they eat clothes. Who needs clothes eaten? <laughs> they, they just, they, they're dusty and they're blind. I hate with the capital H moths. Yeah. They're I feel like a lot enough. of people are definitely afraid of moths. Yeah. Like, it's a serious fear, but like, I would agree. They're really disgusting. I don't know what they do for anything. Nothing. They don't pollinate. <laughs> they don't, they, they're they're barely a food source for birds. They suck. It. They just they're just there. I feel like no world wouldn't miss them. Yeah, I would agree. I could live my life without a moth or a mosquito in it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Well, this is another opening question, and I think this kind of goes back to the one reading that Cardinal were talking about. But in your opinion, does yin and yang exist, and does karma exist? You know, in your opinion, I am a full believer in karma like as a personal thing but then also I feel like in general um but I feel like I really don't think of yin and yang as like very prevalent in my life like as much as I think of as karma Hmm. like I feel like karma is kind of maybe like a daily thing or it can happen like there's no deadline when it comes to karma but like for yin and yang it's like I think it's pretty natural to know that you need to have some type of balance in your life and, you know, balance of order and chaos. I think that just kind of comes naturally to people. Whereas karma, I think, is more of, you know, your personal beliefs, like religious kind of stuff, too. Hmm. I don't know if that made any sense. No, it didn't. Oh. So, you know, it, no, it <laughs> right. made sense. No, it made sense. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, there has to be some kind of balance in your life with, um, with that. Yeah, I, like, I, I think... feel that they both exist, but I just feel like I... I think I see more karma happening in personal and like general situations rather than a yin and yang having to find that balance. Uh, yeah, I, I think I see problems with karma and yin and yang. Well, for I guess for yin and yang, I think because people people are so complex, it seems kind of weird to think about an a pure good and a pure evil. Mm-hmm. At least within people, it seems kind of weird because. Good people strive to be better people, and there's no person out there who's just I'm a terrible person and I'm gonna stay terrible. I mean, maybe <laughs> there's, maybe there's a couple, but it's it's rare you find someone who knows they're quote unquote evil and want to stay mm-hmm. that way. Mostly, everyone thinks they're okay where they are, even if they don't think they're good, they still think they're okay. And uh, I th- I don't think any really exists in people in the world, maybe so, but not in people. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that makes sense. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I feel like I look at it as in like 
as a personal thing of like, I know that I need to be, you know, pretty good in my life and do these certain things. But I also know that I know myself well enough to know that I'm not always going to do that. I'm not always going to do the right thing just yeah. out of pure habit, pure, yeah. you know, yeah, you're, you're a person. Yeah. 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 So I feel like it does exist, but it's just not really not on a, not on a human scale. Life. Yeah. Yeah. I see, yeah. Karma though, people who just defy karma kind of make me, I don't, it kind of makes me, because in my personal life, I can experience some karma. I'm like, oh, I know I did this. I, pro <laughs> I probably deserve that. But it seems like some people are just sort of able to edge by it, you know, and not for repercussions. Like, for example, our former president is able to do all these things. And because of his bank account, he can get away with it. It seems like, you know, he is cheated the, you know, kind of the system of, you know, karma because simply, you know, money. Mm -hmm. It's like, it seems like if karma was very real, you know, if karma was real, how are these people, you know, not just him, but how are people just able to go by that? And like, even from like, you know, a biblical sense, because that actually is my background, it's karma is still like in the Bible. And it, it you know, it really, it kind of frustrates me when I see someone just seeming, you know, I don't know what's going on in his personal life, but seemingly just completely disregard that. Yeah, I feel like money definitely could play a role in it. Like, I mean, I don't know, you could look at like the Kardashians, right? They definitely aren't the most perfect human beings on this earth. And there's a lot of people who will call them out on that. But, it, you know, it doesn't really matter to them because they have money. They have that fame, that, you know, that presence in society of, you know, I'm kind of above you almost. And so I feel like when little minor things happen to them, to us, it would be big, it would be huge, and we would, you know, perceive that as karma. But for them, it's like, meh, this, is, this really isn't that big of a deal, you know? Like, nobody's really going to pay attention to this. Yeah. But I don't know, I feel like, like, in my sense, you know, I think even if it is personal of, like, maybe no one else sees it, but, in, like, it's eating you inside, that like you did something wrong, I feel like that in itself is karma. But some people you know, don't have be, that, though. I mean, you know, consciences like that. Yeah, right. And that's what I mean, like, you know, with some of these, <laughs> I don't know, celebrities, I guess. Yeah. Like, it may just not even bother them at all. Yeah. Well, do you think, think karma, does karma exist then, you know? Yes. I, I think karma exists for myself, for sure. For yourself. Not to say that it doesn't exist for other people, but I think for me, it 100% does. Interesting take. Okay. Okay, because I'm thinking more if it exists for me than it has exists for other people. That's what I'm. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm putting it to. But yeah, well, that's not fair. You know, if karma, <laughs> if karma only exists for people, I guess like me and you, does it exist at all? You know, like I mean, does it? Mm. You, you know, know. If, if people could just check no before they're born <laughs> to having a karma, you know, having yes. karma in their life, you know that. Yeah, we'll see. I feel like that really plays back into like, you know, your religious and like personal beliefs, you know, because like, like you said, it's in the Bible. So if you really, you know, follow that, and you understand that, then you look for that in your life. But if you don't, you know, someone who doesn't read the Bible or doesn't, you know, isn't very religious, it may not really be something to worry about. I guess so. So like you're saying, if you're not aware of it, it might not affect you. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting too. Uh, have you seen My Name is Earl, by the way? No. Oh, okay. Well, that was a great show. I think it was on TBS or 
I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but it's about this guy whose name is Earl. Uh, he has, he was like a bully in life and he's kind of like this kind of this hillbilly dirtbag character. And he gets, he wins the lottery one day and then immediately gets hit by a car. And oh. he, so he wakes up in the, in the hospital and there's like this evangelical show on or whatever. And there's this guy talking about karma okay. <laughs> and, uh, and he's sitting there in a full body cast, like, that's it. It's karma. And he, and he makes it. <laughs> and in that bed, he makes a list of all the bad things he's done like in his life and starts to rectify himself through karma. He's like, mm-hmm. I realize it now. And that show kind of praises karma and like, it does work because as soon as he, like, he does the first good thing for somebody, he finds mm-hmm. his lottery ticket, which blew away into the wind. And you're like, whoa, the show, like, I don't, the show's not too realistic. A lot of us, it's like fantastically lucky. But that's how I view karma, you know? Like, it, it kind of put a good scope on it because he wasn't aware of it, but it still applied to him. Mm-hmm. I cut like even if life isn't like that, that's kind of how I I like it to be a little bit, you know. Yeah, for sure. I just feel like I mean I always joke around when like you know like my boyfriend will be like, oh my god, you're so dramatic, and then he'll turn around and like instantly stub his toe, and I'm like, ha, like car, you know, instant karma. Shouldn't have mm-hmm. called me dramatic, you know. Just like joking around <laughs> in a real sense, but like yeah. you know, in reality, it's like okay, I'm actually aware of karma, like was that just kind of a funny coincidence or did that happen because, you know, you said what you said. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm aware of it. I think it exists personally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a lot more to talk about this question, but I'm going to move on to the next one. <laughs> Go for this, it. This, this next one's kind of important. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Would you rather have sex with the uh, Grinch or with Chewbacca? Fuck, uh, they're both <laughs> so hairy. <laughs> uh. That's kind of the point. <laughs> I just don't do well with that much body hair. Body hair, sure, great. Don't mind it at all. But, like, that much? Fuck. I think, I feel like I'd rather have sex with the Grinch. Because he actually, like, can, he's, like, funny. He can actually talk. He Chewbacca probably is funny. Me a couple times. Chewbacca like, is funny. Hey. Yeah, but, you know, you can't have, like, an actual, like, conversation yes you, know? you can okay just, just well, learn then, his language yeah like that's so easy to do oh yeah my God. remember that one thing he said it was like brr, brr. that was hilarious you, you yeah, saw that i i understood every single yeah and then you yes. looked at the pork and the pork was like Meh, and he's brr. that was hilarious that come on <laughs> you wouldn't get with that okay <laughs> but i have to think about it also of like you know who who those characters are of like Peter Mayhew, who plays Chewbacca, kind mm-hmm. of a weird looking guy. I just I don't know what he know, looks like. I know I, he's tall. That's it. I don't know. Oh, you you gotta look him up. He's an interesting looking guy. <laughs> Compared to like Jim Carrey, I'm like, okay, well I would much rather have sex with the Grinch if it's Jim Carrey. Like, in Grinch makeup. And he, he looks like the Grinch. He's not yes, Jim Carrey. Yes, but like <laughs> I have to think about it. Ugh, I don't know. Okay, but gotta, you've you've heard the Grinch song, right? Yeah. You're a mean one. Like you've heard all the stuff. He has garlic in his soul, yep. and his teeth have See, like but I'm Italian, spiders. So I eat garlic. <laughs> I I eat garlic by the spoonful. Uh, ugh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> but you know he has he has termites in his smile. He has all the mm-hmm. tender sweetness of a seasick crocodile. All that all that good stuff. You're taking yeah. all that. Yes, because I feel like you you know by the end of the movie he's like a very caring person. Which means he'll probably who still change. doesn't shower. Um, you've seen the Grinch movie. He rubs onions. Un- 
you got me there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he, he seems like a, his fur is pretty nice, especially in the newer movies. I'm sure he dry cleans or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm but, just going to, you know, I don't know. I'd have to say the Grinch. Okay. I feel like with Chewbacca, I just, oh. I don't know. Okay, this yeah, this is a lose lose. Of course, I'm just trying to be it devil's advocate. I I'm really just trying to root for Chewbacca because I think he's a devil's advocate character. You know, it's opposite side, but mm-hmm. but see, I also haven't watched like all of like the Star Wars movies or anything. So like, if I were to be like, oh yeah, I would love to have sex with Chewbacca, I think people would be like, have you even seen the movie? Like people would like criticize me, and I'd be like, oh. No. <laughs> but Star Wars fans are so finicky. I mean, I've I've seen all of them and I love Star Wars, but I'm just not as diehard as the internet is about it. Yeah, yeah. like I think I've seen one and I probably couldn't tell you which one it is. So oh, I mean, that do- <laughs> I can't say that doesn't hurt me. I do. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts all Star Wars fans. Is <laughs> uh, that is a little heavy to hear? But uh, yeah. See, but so on, if I said Chewbacca, it just wouldn't seem fair. But with Chewbacca, on if you see one movie with Chewbacca, you honestly do have the gist. He is—he's just a nice, a nice. He's a nice walking carpet. That's honestly just—that's <laughs> his character. He's—he's he's very sweet. He's—he's he's very strong. He ripped some guy's arm off, both mm-hmm. arms, and, mm-hmm. uh, and he goes. Brrr, that's it. That's his character. So you're not missing much. <laughs> there's a, there's not many layers to Chewbacca, honestly. Yeah, I just don't feel like I'd want to have sex with something that resembles my rug, you know? Uh, I guess so. You have sex with a green rug. Makes sense. <clears throat> <laughs> Who will call you names and walk away afterwards. But um, yeah. <laughs> next, the next and final question. We've reached the end of it. This is, again, a personal question. But why is everything personal? And should things not be? Is, like, is anything not ever personal in life? Oh, you know, I feel like, oh, this is such a difficult question because for me, I'm a very like open person. I mean, I feel like you could ask me anything and I'll tell you what I feel comfortable telling you Bank and I'm very number. open about it. Credit card because number. A card number? Yes. 12. I, no, I was going to say, I was saying bank account number, like a credit card. Oh, like an active oh credit my card. bank account number. Yes. Yeah, I you, thought you, know, you said pick a card number. No. What? Your credit card number. If you, you know, I just love to have it. One that's active. You know, dude. Like, I know my credit card number like from heart. Snap. Easy. If you want to tell the audience, you know, just an active credit card number. That'd be... <laughs> Maybe I... I'll give you my dad's or something. But <laughs> snap. <laughs> so you were saying? No, not continue. mine. <laughs> continue. Um, continue. But I feel like people make things personal because it it kind of reflects like their ego kind of like our egos thinking of like ourselves our identities you know how we function and like handle things so like I don't really have a very big ego and I'm very open and I can be honest with you whereas like some people you know kind of maybe have a higher ego and they don't want to share certain things about their lives with you and I mean I don't know I just think that people are personal and it shouldn't always be personal interesting it's like ego it's an ego trip is what you're saying yeah it's like like i think of personalization just as as like ego you know Hmm. i don't know what to think about that that's the first time ever having that thought so (laughs) i'm going to process this because i'm a very private person 
Okay. And I do have sort of an ego. So I guess I do fit that box, but there's a couple things that I know I don't take personally. Like if someone says something, I more or less brush it off. You know, like a lot of things don't really stick to me. Like in working in customer service for a bit, you know, people come at you with attitudes and they're like, where's this thing? Or I can't contact these people. Like I typically don't care enough to get offended because I know it's not towards me. I know they're having a day and I've been where um, they're standing. So I more or less, I don't take a lot of things personal. There's a few things that people say, you know, of course, that stick to me. And I think that's natural in any sense, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, and I I can never anticipate uh, what, what is. I remember um, I worked at this call center for a short period of time and I was, I had to, get money for these people. I hated doing that, but I had, <laughs> I had pretty much call for money, ask people for money. And remember this one time I was about to hang up with this person who I chatted with for a while. It was like a pleasant conversation. And they always, you know, they tell you in the script or whatever, try one more time before hanging up, if they didn't give anything to say, did you know, blah, 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 blah. And so I said that little piece of, did you know you could give half this, this much money and get this much back? Uh, and then she she like laughed. He said, uh, no, just like a salesman and hung up. <laughs> and I have no idea why that hurt me so much to the point where I remember that. And there was a lot, sometimes someone would curse me out and be like, I'm not giving fucking money, you know, but I don't care. <laughs> At least, uh, have a good day, sir. You know, but for yeah. some reason, her politely comparing me to a salesman killed me. And I was like, mm-hmm. uh, uh. You know, I was like, I'm yeah, not, you I'm don't not want to salesman. do the job anymore. <laughs> yeah. like. I didn't really, it was just for money. I, I didn't want to call people and ask for money. It's like, yeah. it's not even going to me anyway. It's going to the organization, but oh man, did that hurt. And I don't, I don't know why. And it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't even personal, you know? Mm-hmm. I just feel like, I don't know. Sometimes people kind of value like the opinions of others more mm-hmm. than they do like about themselves. You know, like people take things very personally because they care about how other people view them or, you know, think of them, but it's not, it shouldn't be, you know, taken personally because it's all about how you feel about it and how, you know, you react to it. Like if I were going to, you know, if someone was to insult me, like I'm, I'm five, two, I'm really short, you know, people have made fun of me like my whole life, right? You can't even pronounce my last name. People always get it wrong. They call me Geico, which is fine. You know, but like, it's those little things of like, okay, well, am I too short to be around you? Like, are you just making fun of me because you want to and you're just an asshole? Or is it just because, you know, it's just funny, right? Like, it's like those little things that I think some people could take so personally because they care about how other people view them. And it really isn't that big of a deal. Yeah, maybe it's a lot to um, like personal, like traumatic experience, maybe, maybe not traumatic, but just upbringing yeah like for sure parents and siblings treated them too mm-hmm. like I myself am like a very quiet person and then once you start talking to me and asking questions I literally will talk your ear off like I won't shut up for a while <laughs> but I mean like you've probably noticed it like when we're working together like we can talk for you know an hour straight not even think twice about it and then all of a sudden I'm quiet for the next like 20 minutes you know like that's just kind of how I am But Mm. I don't really, I don't like to take things very personal because I feel like when I do, it just makes me feel worse about myself when I know that I'm, you know, actually a pretty decent person. So, yeah, I mean, I just, I think it's all about how you view yourself, your ego, you know. 
if that made any sense. It made a ton of sense. Yeah, I agree with that. It's how you be yourself. And it is really the ego. Yeah, like I said, my ego is pretty big. I mean, I'm, I'm, host, I'm single hosting a podcast. So, you know, it, it kind of has to be. But, um, but I don't take things personal too much, you know, in a general sense. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, of course, there's that one random instance. Like, there's a couple of things. But for the most part, it had to be close friends and family. That if they say something like, oh, this person actually knows me, they know a lot about me, and they say this, you know, that will hurt. Mm -hmm. Versus, you know, versus like when you're quiet for a minute, I'm like, I don't think, that's not, I don't take that personal at all, or really anyone else being quiet. I'm like, oh, they probably have a lot of work to do, so do I. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's kind like of, some you know, people just don't feel comfortable with like silence. You know, if I'm hanging mm -hmm. out with like certain friends, they have to have music in the background yeah. or TV, like... They have to be on their phones or they just have to have something because they're not comfortable with being silent. Whereas like with myself, I, I'm fine with silence. I love silence. You know, I don't really mm -hmm. see it as a problem, but I think that just, like I said, it all comes back into how you view things, how you react to stuff. Yeah. And uh, being considerate of others because like uh, you, you might like silence, but other people don't. And I might think, well, she obviously does not want to talk, you know, so mm -hmm just i just like you know respect that you know and don't talk you know unless yeah unless i feel like being selfish and just push a conversation anyway and i'm very bored in which case please entertain me <laughs> but but um yeah it's yeah silence is right uh, yeah i agree with that i agree with that yeah and yeah. i mean i think it kind of plays into um i don't know if you've ever heard of the term of like social um perfectionism just like basically like you can't stand the idea of other people seeing you like do something wrong or seeing your flaws and so i feel like that kind of plays into you know keeping things private and personal that you may you know try to perceive yourself as i'm i'm all this i'm all that and i'm great and you know cute and flirty and blah 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 but you're not going to sit there and actually like tell anyone about your life and about the things that you like and enjoy doing you know, it's kind of like a more of a one-on-one -on -one situation where that would actually happen. But if you're put at work or in a group or, you know, just any type of social interaction, that's not going to happen. Everything's personal. Ugh, yeah, I guess. Uh, I, I don't <laughs> want to get too personal, I guess. Wow. But I know I don't want to do that. I'm, I know I keep most things under lock because of the fact I don't want their judgment on me not necessarily because i think i'm perfect and i want that to bust, burst the bubble but because i'm afraid of that judgment it's more of a fear thing i guess you know and that's being me that's me being honest okay. with myself yeah it's more of a fear of judgment than it is a fear of they think i'm perfect i i know <laughs> i know that yeah. I, I know nobody thinks that it's just the fact of you know what they you know if they did know this or they didn't know that it is, it's probably worse in my head, honestly. And I know, it's, I think maybe a lot of people oh, have this, but everything's sure. always worse in your head. Yeah. And uh, I actually had one of the worst experiences, you know, about things being personal. I was fired one time, which, <laughs> and uh, it was, it's, it's fine. I, I wanted to leave. <laughs> I had mentally, I had mentally quit a week before they fired me. Really. Oh, okay. I was done with that job. I hated it. It was the worst <laughs> job I've ever had in my entire life. And probably will ever have. But anyway, I was fired in front of my um, coworkers. 
And I showed up to work that day and my boss straight up said, why are you here? I said, because I'm going to start working. What do you want? You know, and she, she's like, didn't blah, blah, blah tell you? Didn't, didn't the, this other company that's hosting us tell you? I said, no. And she said, they like, you're let go. What are you doing here? You're fired. Oh. And like, you know, and like, I'm in a circle. <laughs> My coworkers are all getting ready to work. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just kind of sitting. Like I said, I was dead inside, but like I was just sitting there. I, I felt the sting of, wow, you bitch. You just said that right in front of everyone. You know, there was no, like, honestly, that's, that's what was ran through my head. I was like, I was like, well, I don't know. No one told me like I, it, it, I felt it, but it didn't, I didn't take it personal as I could have because I was yeah. done with that job. Even though I, it's like being shot with a bullet and not feeling the pain. It's like, you know, you feel like, oh, I was shot. The impact put me on the ground, but you know, I didn't, it didn't hurt. I was just like, well, all right. And I just kind of took off my stuff and left. She was kind of mm-hmm. shocked. Cause she's like, do you want me to like call you a ride? And blah, blah, blah. She was like trying to, I don't know. I think she wanted me to argue for my job. I was like, nope, I'm done. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's so crazy. I feel like I would be like pissed about that. Like not, I wouldn't take that personally, but I think later on I would have been like, wow you bitch, like you could have handled the situation better. This is how it made me feel like, wow. I was not going to go back there to tell her anything. I did already really, really dislike this woman. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, some things are meant to happen. (laughs) Yeah, no, like I said, I was very checked out. I I was hardly doing any work that last week. I was, (laughs) I was really done. I had fired myself. So yeah. That's okay. I think I, I got way too into that last. There's a piece in my life. There it is. I I like learning. It's a good thing. I want to hear about it. Well, that's the end of this, I guess. This is a (laughs) nice place to end it. Uh, Thank you for being on. You know, you're the the most boring guest I've ever had. Honestly, I'm. I'm for sure know that I am. (laughs) Thank you, listeners. (laughs) Of one thousand crazy questions, the podcast. Let me know by email, by Instagram. Again, that was one zero 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 crazy questions on Instagram and one K crazy questions for Gmail. Rate and follow. Go to podchaser.com. It's a website. Yeah, there's just a easier. You don't have to create a sign-in form and do all that. Create Apple ID garbage. You could just go in there and watch podcasts and stuff like that and rate and review. Haley, you know, before I I like to hand the spotlight to you, if there's anything you want to plug or just in general, tell the listeners. No, I just want to say thanks for having me here. It was, it was good. I've never been on a podcast before, so I had a good time. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for entertaining me with my (laughs) stupid questions and (laughs) listeners share this with your friends, share this with your enemies. Don't drive in text. It just gets in the way of driving. And uh, yeah, have a nice time. Bye. As always, I'm a music producer D800 D-800 at BeatStarsOrSoundCloud.com.